0: hello 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 my beauties and my beasts so i have just literally been sitting here going through some messages responding to a colleague and she sent me a really really thought-provoking message very simple but thought-provoking and i thought you know what i'ma do a pod so here we are So, you know, I just posted something to my IG story, which was one of my former work colleagues had been featured in the uh, local newspaper where I live here in Barbados. And she was, um, you know, being commended for being uh, just a phenomenal woman as far as I'm concerned to sum it up. And I posted her on my story. Now we do the same thing. Um, Our clienteles are quite different, but, you know, we offer the same service and i posted her and my my colleague uh and friend in another field was like you know that's 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 different basically because a lot of people would have seen her as competition and they wouldn't have taken that opportunity to post her and it really made me stop and think because in my career, there have been a lot of lessons that I had to learn. There have been a lot of things that I had to consider, reconsider, adjust, adapt to, um, you know, all kinds of things. And learning how to deal with competition when you are a stylist is a very valuable lesson that it really helps to learn really, really early. And I say that because I don't come from a background where I dreamt my entire life of being a hairstylist. I did not envision myself as, you know, Vidal Sassoon's love child or something. You know, I just honestly, that's just the path my life took and I adapted to it and I made the best out of the opportunities that I saw beginning to align for me. My entire life, I wanted to... Be a lawyer, and outside of that, I wanted to be an Olympian and be able to be a professional athlete for a certain period of time or at least go to um, you know, the university level, and it didn't work out like that. And when life kept throwing me curveballs, I guess, whether it was by maladaptive or just adaptation techniques, I learned to find ways to adapt, which ironically i found harder than ever this year. However, <laughs> in the years preceding, I definitely have learned a lot of things. So one of the biggest lessons I learned a long time ago, coming from a background of law, politics, um, sociology, just not, not a background of hair or cosmetology or makeup is that I was different. And I used to really beat myself up about this. I used to like just constantly compare myself to, um, you know, my colleagues and just looking at them with admiration, but also just thinking, I'm never going to be that good. So I got to work 20,000 times as hard. You know, I have to keep pushing, I have to, you know, give it my all plus 10,000% more. I mean, I really would would be very difficult on myself. And one day, I had an epiphany. And there were some that followed after this, which I'll also try to remember to share. But the epiphany was, maybe people don't want what they give from me. Maybe the people who come to me want what I give. And it was probably one of my way more confident moments in my earlier career because I just wasn't confident. I was so focused on trying to give of my best be my best that it it wasn't really even about confidence it was about perfecting um the craft as best as i could knowing that i did not come from the mindset the background or the skill set that a lot of the people around me came from but i realized one day while doing someone's hair they were like you know last time you did my hair it was like too perfect And like, I don't like that. I like how you usually do it because it's never quite perfect. And that way it lasts a lot longer and it's more my personality. And that's the reason I come to you because you don't make me feel weird about being myself. You make me feel like I could tell you anything and you're always going to try to get my vision out. And that was a real like, aha, ding, ding, ding moment for me. And I had to come to the understanding that... People want who they want, they want what they want, and they're going to find that. And, you know, consequently, that's why we're not, it's not really competition. Like, yeah, maybe you and this person do the same thing. Yeah, maybe you guys are in a similar zone or whatever. But very early out, um, I'm not going to say I've never had my insecure moments because I have and I do all the time. But there is a part of me that just doesn't really care about competition. And I think sometimes that that's a really healthy trait to ad- adopt and adapt to because there are some of us who were so hyper focused, um, almost to a point of obsession on competition that we're not actually focused on our clientele or patient base, you know, our task at hand because we're so, um, competition driven. I've learned that while competition matters and to a degree is it is important. What also matters is how we care for the people who are in our care, in our chair, on our beds, you know, in our portfolio, whatever the case is. And I've also learned the value and the magic of being myself because no one else does what I do quite like how I do it. We may have a similar skill set, but we have different hands, we have different genetics. And so it's almost virtually impossible for someone else to do what I do and also virtually impossible for me to do what they do. Sometimes that has made me super uncomfortable (laughs) and super insecure, but other times that has made me extremely at peace with what I bring to the table or with what I might not be able to do as well. I don't feel like I need to be the boss at everything. I don't have a problem with passing on something to someone who I feel is better than me. And I'd rather give people the best possible outcome for them and build up their trust in me than to... Try to take it all for myself. I'd rather perform and act and behave from a place of is this the best possible option rather than a place of greed. I don't, I believe like greed is a place of, it's a very like low vibrational place to live in. And, um, and so can comparison can also be that way jealousy can also be that way envy can also be that way of course these are natural human emotions more natural for some than others because i'm gonna be honest beauties and beasts i'm not knocking anybody i'm not judging anybody but there are some emotions that i find like i just don't feel those things as much you know and and it's not because I'm overly confident, it's just not my natural disposition. So I want to touch a little bit on the place where we, we um, approach things from, whether it be greed, joy, contentment, abundance, lack, you know, and go from there and delve a little bit deeper into this. So as it relates to just finding a level of comfort with competition, I'm going to start here. You can live in a zone of abundance or you can live in a zone of lack. And I believe that when we are living in a place of greed, we are living in a in a zone of lack, right? I don't like using buzzwords, but psh, too bad. This is the only way I have to explain it. So we're going to we're going to work with it. <laughs> when you are thinking about greed all the time, must have, must have more. There is somewhat of a Uh, subconscious predisposition to feeling like you do not have enough or you are not enough or you um, need to have more or whatever and that is that is lack that is the presence of lack in your thoughts in your life in your mind whatever the case may be and one thing that I had to learn was that there is definitely enough for everybody I live on a very, very small island. There are probably more hairstylists per capita here than anywhere in the world. I am not, like, I don't have the proof, like, scientifically or statistically, but I'm convinced. And I had to learn really quickly that, like, people are going to go where they want to go. You cannot force people to continue to be your client. You cannot make people do things that you don't want them to, to do, even if you succeed for a particular uh moment of time. The reality is is that eventually people are eventually going to do what they want to do because they ain't your slaves, baby. And that I think was part one of realizing like people are gonna do what they want to do. That and um having some poor experiences with employers who felt like this stylist can't tell anybody where they're going, this style and I'm not knocking that because I do understand like the validity of that to a degree. But there is a level of that that also exists, which I think is like just completely unnecessary. Like there is room for all of us. There's room for everyone. And to be fair, there definitely isn't any need to get, like, nasty, snarky, or, like, horrible about things. So, um, experiences that I had in regards to things like that would include, like, just people, you know, being upset because you left an entity. So, like, trying to book out your entire day of appointments. And I think even those moments made me realize, like, there is no need to do this to people. Like, there is no need to wish ill on people or try to create bad situations for people just because they didn't do what we wanted them to do especially if they didn't go about it in a disrespectful way so that's one side of it um but i would also say like i think it feels good to do good things for people it feels good to wish people well it feels good to be able to engage with people that are are good at what they do we learn from each other we grow from each other and if we're super busy being in a healthy competition with each other all the time then there's less room and space to grow from each other to be able to call on each other to have support from people who are on your level or on a higher or lower level than you you know what i mean like to be able to just really really support each other is impossible if we always view each other as competition in an unhealthy way because i'm a strong believer that there's healthy competition and there's unhealthy competition so that was one side of it that definitely for me i was just like yo there is no need child to act like all the breads on the bread aisle are not being sold (laughs) you know so to speak and You know, it was just experience because I know what it is to be the person on the receiving end or the shitty end of the stick when it comes to someone trying to make bad for you because they see you as competition. But I also know how it feels to be on the receiving end of someone who, yeah, they know that you're their competition, but they value what you do and they're going to recommend you for the job and you are able to win and then you are able to, you know, give them back that same kindness in another situation. So... You know, I don't see anything wrong with paying it forward. I don't see anything wrong with us supporting each other, helping each other along, and being able to uplift each other in the process. And I think for sure, I I can't speak for any other industry because it wouldn't be as familiar to me. But in my industry, I know it can get really ugly. And I imagine that happens in some other industries as well. And I think that there is actually a lot of power in releasing the ugly competition And embracing the camaraderie of it all. The growth that comes with that camaraderie. You know what I'm saying? Like the network you can build. The support system that can exist as a result of that camaraderie. So the next thing that I want to speak to is actually the title of this episode. Which is competition does not require comparison. Whew, child. Let me just let me just mess with this for a minute. <laughs> okay. Let me just sit with this for a second. Um As I said, learning that I didn't need to compare myself was one thing. But I want to explain this to you. You can be in healthy competition, like I mentioned before. You can know that people exist, and you can aim to do your best, give your best, and you know what I mean. Provide something a little different. You know, have your own unique selling points. Really distinguish yourself from the masses. You can do all of that without necessarily needing to compare yourself, like, like in a, what's the word I'm looking for? Como se dice? Um, like in a in a catty way or in a malicious-minded way. You can literally just decide this is my lane. And I wanna just exist in my lane in all my glory. And there are gonna be other lanes and other people in those lanes. You know, I'm a I'm a sportswoman, right? So it's like no one is going to have the stride you have no one is going to have the execution of the race you have and everybody is going to have their different place everybody's going to do the best of their ability i don't want to think of it as like first to eighth in racing like in, in that same way. But I want you to think that when you look on a track, you're going to see different styles. When you look on a football field, you're going to see different styles. When you look in country to country with different sports, you'll see different styles. And each one has their thing that draws us in, that makes us a fan, that makes us enjoy the moment, the experience, whatever. And you got to realize that there is a place for each of those things, each of those athletes, each of those spectators, whatever, like, you know, everybody is going to resonate with something different. And I think that why we, you know, it's such it's actually such a such a downfall to a degree on our part when we try to be like everybody else or we affix our focus to everyone else because there's someone out there who's literally looking for exactly who you are. Do you know what I mean? Like there's someone out there who their perfect vision of what they want comes from you. And so when you're so hell bent or consumed with the competition or trying to be like someone else or comparing yourself all the time to other people, you have no time to bloom in your own magic Talent, blessings, truth—you know what I'm saying. Like if you if you invest all your energy and you become exhausted from competing and comparing, you have very little energy often left to actually invest in what actually matters. So that's another thing as well where I'm just like, we don't need to do that. We don't need to do the comparison stuff. And a lot of times I feel like like we you know there is a, there is a saying in Christianity like we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And I think that, you know, religion aside, because we all believe in different things, which is fine. But you know, you guys know I say this, it's been a while, but I'ma still say, Don't you throw that baby out with the bathwater child. Like, literally, you could be you could be missing such beautiful opportunities because you are you are just not being yourself. You know, you're just not being yourself and i think so 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 many of us go through that and then there are others of us who like that that really does consume us to another degree so you know ask yourself like am i really being my truest self am i bringing to my patients my clients my my accounts whatever you know whatever your your area is because it doesn't just need to be a hairstylist it could be anything Am I really giving these people the best that I can give them? You know what I'm saying? Am I being bold in things that I believe could really empower them or enlighten them or push them further? You know what I mean? Am I giving this my all? Am I really actually leaning into the greatness that I have to offer? You know, or am I trying to be the greatness that like Tracy has to offer or? Jenna has to offer, or John, or, you know, Hakeem, or whoever, right? Like, you really do have to ask yourself sometimes, like, am I really leaning into the truth that I was created and designed to gift people, impart on people, share with people, whatever the case may be? Because a lot of times we aren't. We're, we, we We come up in a very idealistic society, and a society that idolizes celebrities idolizes people who we feel are further ahead than us not realizing that those people were once where we were and we have the capacity to get to where they are and we don't need to do it by their terms and I think that's the real point you know like we don't need to do it by their terms and that's fine that's absolutely okay and in fact that's how innovation is 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 found and experienced and expressed by learning to do things in your own lane by your own terms you know I mean we can be inspired by people without having to um. exactly imitate those people you can emulate things or you can like aspirate be aspirational about things or inspired by things without copying it and being like literally a carbon copy of the thing because you know a lot of times as i said like literally i say this all the time the magic the blessing child the gift is within us and the the individuality and authenticity and beauty of that thing is that it's just from us you know so it's a part of valuing yourself as well as a professional as an entrepreneur as a stylist a lawyer a doctor bank manager indian chief whatever right is <laughs> bringing your truth to the table you know and i want to speak to this comparison thing for a while like you know sometimes when i'm really in like my lower seasons of life you guys let me tell you something there have been times where comparison is the thief of my joy to the tenth, thousandth degree. And it's weird because I do not like I do not want things that other people have per se. Like I don't I don't want to live Mary Jane's life or John's life. But sometimes I'm like, yeah, but they're they're so much better than me. And so this client Will probably not appreciate it or they'll question it or this person will question it. It is a fear of us not being enough, which is very human, often starts in childhood or through some event or circumstance or group of experiences, right? But this feeling like we're not enough, like what we have to offer is not enough or it's not innovative enough, good enough, whatever, as a client of mine said to me the other day, insert whatever adjective you want to in there as your prefix for the not enough we've got to as much as we've made a subconscious thought habit out of thinking of ourselves like that if nobody told you this before hi hello good morning good evening good afternoon good night i'm here to tell you it's time to stop it is time to replace that habit with a habit of i'm enough and everybody's not gonna like me and everybody's not going to want what i have to offer and that is fine But the people who are for me will create a better reality for me, a better quality of life for me, because I'm now able to engage with people who are are my people, my tribe, my clients, my dream, whatever, you know, my dream clientele, whatever the case is, right? If you are so busy covering up who you are, how the hell, how the hell is they going to connect with you? Because you can't even connect with you. And also, who said that what you have to do is not enough? And then, like, if somebody did say that, who said it right? <laughs> and for those of you who are not West Indian, who said that those people are right? Who's, what, why, why is their opinion, like, privy to become our truth, okay? Why are we choosing sometimes to live in a narrative that someone else wrote for us who probably don't even know themselves, who probably don't even know us, okay, <laughs> you understand, You got to find that that validity and that comfort and what you bring to the table being enough and not needing to be the aficionado of every single thing. And you know what I mean? Because we, we, we really sell ourselves short with that comparison thing sometimes because you are comparing yourself to someone who that person that you are seeking to please or to service properly or whatever the case is doesn't even require or desire to be around or be affiliated with on any level. And I'm going to just leave this segment with just that part. Okay? Okay. All right. So, Beauties and Beasts, we're about to wrap this epi up. But what I'm going to say um, to wrap it up is this. And me want a listen to me and listen to me good, yes? Escúchame, por favor. Okay? Okay? Um what's for you, who's for you, the gifts that you have. Like, no one can take that stuff from you. And it has a place, and it is valid, and it is important. And maybe somebody along the lines did did make you feel like that wasn't the reality. I know I've had those experiences in my life, and, and they've had some longstanding damage. I'm here to tell you, though, that it's time to let go of the damage, child, because honestly, really, really, and truly, you know what? I'm so sorry if you guys can hear that bike, but apparently this is an evening for bike people, but really, really untruly, you don't have to continue feeling that way. You can start a new narrative, right? Where you remind yourself when the self-doubt kicks in because a lot of times when people get super competitive, it's not always because they're super competitive. It's because they're super insecure. So when, on oh no, no, so the insecurity them step in, okay? And when that feeling of lesser than or feeling of not being like relevant enough or valid enough or feeling like somebody's coming to take your place because they're younger and brighter and better, when those things kick in, Stop yourself and remind yourself of this affirmation. I am me. No one can do what I do like I do it. I don't give a damn who they are. I don't give a damn where they came from. But I am me and no one can do what I do like I do it. And as such, I do not need to be afraid of another person. There are too many damn people in the world, y'all, for us to be out here like like unhealthily comparing ourselves to people. Okay, there are too many people in the world who are beautiful, intelligent. Like in our particular area, have an extremely high IQ. For us to be acting like we can't learn from people, for us to be cutting off our opportunity to actually learn and grow from somebody else, simply because we are so insecure that we are we are so busy protecting or whatever right? That we are not open to learning and growing and actually making ourselves better, which actually is a better protector because then we have more knowledge, we have more growth, we have more experience, you understand what I'm saying? And, you know, when you really break it down on like a a more rational level and you get more logical with these things, oh no, no, sit, not make no sense, (laughs) okay? Like it doesn't make sense, like, you know, it really, really doesn't because number one, people... People have freedom of choice. Even if you manipulate them for a time, there is the great possibility that eventually those same people are going to get to a point where they're like, I don't want to do this anymore. It's not what I want to do. It's not how I want to spend my money. This is not where I want to be. This is not how I want to feel the end. I want to be with this other person because that's how I want to feel. This is the look I want. This is the result I want, whatever the case may be. Okay, so you have to recognize that. Yeah, you may want to have a lot of control. Some of us out here, we're control freaks. I understand being a Type of personality. You know, some get it, some get it, but people have freedom of choice, though. Okay, and we want freedom of choice. So why wouldn't we want to give somebody else that as well? Right. That's point one. Point two. Are we gonna live in greed and unhealthy competition? or are we gonna recognize that there is abundance around us and all we have to do is tap into it and that there is bread enough for everybody, honey? And when I say bread I mean money, the Monte, okay? the mon- mon- money. <laughs> okay. There is room enough for all of us to win. you know there, there are enough unique things that exist within us, just being who we are for us to win. And you don't need to be like the next athlete you don't need to be like the next lawyer you don't need to be like the next um actuary you don't need to be like the next stylist whatever you just need to be you and when you're you like the amount of things that come your way because they were designed for you you understand it's endless I mean, like, why would we even want to live in opportunities or with clients who like literally, literally just drive us crazy because it's not a lane because we have to spend so much time stepping outside of ourselves or worrying about competition to keep these people or whatever. Listen, you got to be fighting so hard to keep people. Sometimes they don't want to really be there. And that goes for like life, dating, business, a lot of things. Just you, pff, apply where needed. Okay. Um, so that's another thing. Um, just staying in the abundance mindset, which is really difficult sometimes, which is very, very challenging sometimes, but abundance is where you want to be. It is where you want to live. And if that is the case, then you don't really have any purpose or any business child being on the lack side of things. Okay. Okay. And even if you're lacking right now, lean into that abundance, see what can happen to you. Okay. So yeah. (laughs) Um, and the last thing I'm going to say is like, we are our magic, you know, we are, we are, we we have our own distinct and individual experiences in life. And these are the things that we bring to the table when we enter into a new project or a new space, a new situation. And there are going to be people who like literally distinctly um, align specifically with us and what we are, who we are, our truth, and it's okay to not be enough for the people who don't align, it's okay, because guess what, there are people who don't align with you, and you don't want them around you, and you don't want to do things with them, and you don't want to go to them for services, and that's fine, okay, but we all have our tribe, we all have our people, and I just think it's so important that we listen to that, I just think it's so important that we listen to that. It's really, really easy to get caught up, um, you know, for some of us to get caught up in jealousy and in envy and greed and disdain and lack because we didn't get what we thought we needed or we wanted or whatever or we lost something that we thought we deserved or that we thought we owned or it belonged to us in some weird way. But that's just not really how life works. And, you know, what? what a beautiful compliment it is that someone chooses you and not that you had to force them to stay in whatever regard you know so these are just some things to think about my beauties and my beasts my beasts and my beauties you know no judgment here for me for sure (laughs) because flawed i am plenty baby let me just tell you but i as i said you know i spoke to to my colleague and i just thought to myself what a beautiful cat catalytic thought she gave me when she was like you know a lot of people really would not have done that and i just thought to myself like yeah, that, that is actually kind of true. And I, and I, you know what, beauties and beasts, I have actually been in situations at times where uh, like I've had, I remember once a client saying to me, she said, you know, you, you're a very kind person, but that person that you give those opportunities to, they would never, ever do that for you. Like they would never send someone to you. Well, number one, now that I think of it, I've I've seen her proved wrong because I have seen that same person that I gave many opportunities to who maybe at the time wouldn't have given me them uh, turn around and send opportunities my way. But also, you know, I've thought about it and it just doesn't feel good for me to be the kind of person who doesn't give when I genuinely feel like it is the right thing to do. And I have this ethos that, you know, a standard isn't really a standard if it's constantly shifting every time something doesn't go exactly how you want it to a standard exists because it is a a cornerstone regardless of the storm rising around it for lack of any other way to put it and I don't want to just be a person who's reactionary, which I can be, so I want to be a person who's responsive, who's rational, who's reasonable, who is kind, who is good, who is true, right? And no, I don't get it right every day, and yeah, sometimes I could be a jackass or an asshole or whatever, um, but it doesn't mean I'm going to stop trying to do what is just and right and true, right? Right? and i don't know about y'all but like for me it doesn't feel good to do things with ill intention i don't feel good about myself when i do that i think we just feel much better about ourselves when we operate from a high vibrational space from doing good things and everyone is not like that someone just came to mind who i know isn't like that and you know that person is very comfortable with not being like that and that's fine for them child but i don't really know the that's what's for me cuz that ain't my truth you know i was speaking to my partner earlier today and we were talking about you know why why did we do certain things when we were younger, or why we were we drawn to these certain things. And I said, I don't even know. It's just my nature. I don't I know i just always like those things. So it's 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 not in everybody's nature to be a certain way. And, you know, something I like to say is every cloth has its owner. And truthfully that's not really how diplomatically I say, I say every mogi cheese, I've them musty biscuits, you know. Um and because it's true. Okay, so as bad or as good or as whatever as we are there is there is a tribe out there for us and i think we just need to lean into that truth more but if being good and doing good is what resonates with you child why are you out here trying to be bad like why (laughs) you know what i mean so maybe lean into our truth more remember that what is for you is for you no one can do what you do in the way that you do it and that that my darling on a nose is your superpower okay as always my beauties and beasts, remember to wake up as your most authentic selves you can wake up at any time of the day waking up to wisdom is what i'm talking about To truth to honesty to enlightenment right and remember that you know we are who we are for a reason so as i like to say on my vlogs wake up as your most authentic self each and every day remember to bring exactly what you have to the table serve it up on a platter make it matter baby and slay 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 your tribe awaits you